The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are, Players' Lounge, our last one of the year. Uh, tomorrow is New Year's Eve. We do not have a show. So we welcome you to the last Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com of the year. I'm Louis Scruggs, joined by two former Dallas Cowboys safeties, the Toledo Rocket himself, Barry Church, and the Survivor, so Survivor <laughs> Season 41. He is Danny McCray. If you have not seen him, please go over to CBS.com. They've got all the episodes there and watch my man do his thing. Guys. It is one more show here. We will make our predictions as the Cowboys take on the Arizona Cardinals in their final regular season home game at Jerry World. And Tyron Smith is expected to play mm. on Sunday. Big T, the pro bowler, back in here. Uh, he have, he practiced today. Mike McCarthy says he looks good. So it looks like Tyron Smith is going to be up in there, barring any type of setback. What, what type of practice they had today? Ooh, I saw some helmets out there. Oh, they, they had pads on? Nah, 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 no, 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 no pads. I didn't okay. see no pads. They might have. That might have just been the walkthrough that we was we was seeing. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, listen. What I'm saying is I'm, I'm glad my man Tyron is back. A healthy Tyron is better than most of the uh, left tackles in the league. Yeah, All right, A healthy true. Tyron. So I just want a healthy Tyron to carry us into the playoffs. Not this in the, in the, in the uh, lineup, out of the lineup, in the lineup, out of the lineup. Up, Terrence still playing left. Is this shit like LB playing left? Do we need the musical help on the chairs? Left side? Like that. That's what. That's what's gonna hurt us, right? Going into the uh, into the playoffs. So a healthy tyrant that can get us through the playoffs in this deep playoff run, possibly to the Super Bowl. That is what I'm excited to see. Yeah, I hope that happens. Because um, right now they say he's healthy, but you know they say a lot of things <laughs> out there. So I'm hoping my guy's healthy. He can go out there and uh, get back to his dominating ways because we're gonna definitely need this guy, especially once the playoffs come around and we play and some top-tier talent, we're definitely going to need him on that side protecting Dak Prescott. But when we talked to uh, Looney a couple weeks ago when he was on a player's lounge, he talked about how you know moving those pieces around, having Terrence Steele go from right to left and bringing in Connor Williams and then uh, Connor, what's the, McGovern. yeah, Connor McGovern, you know, in Connor and out, McGovern. like in and out uh, of the lineup like that. He talked about how that can affect you as, you know, affects your confidence out there, affects your play style, because uh, you always want to want to feel like that's your position. Like this is this is my position. I can hold it down out there. But when they move you around like that, it, it shows some you know some vulnerabilities out there. And you're thinking as a player, the coach is man. Do they really believe in me? I, I don't know. And I think that's what affected Terrence Steele moving that from right tackle to left tackle. But all that aside, hopefully T Smith can come in here, hold it down, stay healthy. For this long run, because that to me is the most important nah, key. Got to no, no, be healthy. No, no, we're not putting that aside. What are you we're not putting about? that what aside. What are you talking about, man? So y'all needed Joe Looney to come in here and tell y'all that. <laughs> I told y'all this every week. I'll just say the guy played old line. I literally told y'all this every he week about Terrence no. Steele. Did I? Did, did I say? You did. You was right. You repeatedly. Said it. You said and, it. And, and then a, NFL, a former NFL offensive lineman he comes in here. He vouched for it. It says the exact same thing. He verified it. Oh goodness. Well, thank you, thank you, Joe Looney. All right, thank you. For validating uh, what I said and how I felt about it, and how Terrence still possibly but, feels about it. But what makes you think these co- like why would I mean I'm sure these coaches know the same. They know you know all right man it's gonna be hard to kind of get traction moving these pieces here and there. What made you think you know 
for them to decide, all right, let's move these guys at left guard around. Let's move this guy from right tackle to left tackle. What made you, you know, that thought process with Cause, that? Because well, at that point, you had time. You yeah. had time. You got a lead in the division. You need to have your strongest five going forward if you really plan on making a deep run into the playoffs. So if you're going, if you're going to do it, that's the top. That's of the- <laughs> <laughs> Just musical chairs on my guy. Knew, man. knew he knows. You know, back in high school, they was uh, they true. was shuffling around yeah. all that stuff. Lanny McGuard, center yeah. tackle, running back, holding tight it end. down. He was pulling too. He was pulling around, athletic. <laughs> young Lael, young Lael Collins in there, baby. Yeah, L- <laughs> Collins before Collins out here, man. I see you. <laughs> Uh, I'm just happy to know that the, the fate Barry Church and I placed in Tyron Smith has pretty much come to pass because he did make the Pro Bowl. He year. did. He did uh, do he, that. He, we he called it. Back. We he called did come it. Back. <laughs> he probably the only he player who missed five games. Him and Lamar Jackson, are, they are gonna break a record for the people who played the less amount of games and made the Pro Bowl. That's what they gonna, that's what they gonna do. It just shows the dominance. <laughs> yeah. Shows the dominance they yeah. were able to do uh, when they're out on the football field. Come I'm just, on, what, PFF graded them what the, the highest? You, almost. Oh, you PFF now? <laughs> you PFF now? <laughs> I'm just saying. No, what, no, no. no. PFF, are, you, are you PFF now? I, personally, no, are I'm not you, PFF. Okay, all right, but. But they graded him as one of the highest. I'm not saying he wasn't graded high. He played right, well right, when he right, was right, in right. the game. When yeah. he was in the game, he played well. Yeah. I'm just saying he missed five. <laughs> he missed five. He was, 2011 all, time right all, now. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, Leo going to be an alternate. All right, he missed five, too. So, you know, it, it, it's five. You, miss, you, miss, you miss five or less, and you can make the Pro Bowl. Man, you, but right? you got to be a different breed. Five out of seven. We all know this. You got to be a different yeah, breed, breed, man. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you got to be established as, as, as that player already. Uh, you got to be established as that player already. All uh, 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 you know, fight fight it however you want to, but my man is is a pro bowler. So I'm not I'm fighting it. About that. I ain't fighting um, it. <laughs> Congratulations to him. He made I, a pro bowl. I, I, now, I, I do want to also make you feel a little bit good, Danny. Okay, I'll make you feel good. Help him out, Nui. Um, Though Barry and I – you know, Barry and I were correct about the Cowboys going defense and taking Mike Parsons. Mm-hmm. We were correct. Because yep. I don't know if you, if you checked out that – if you checked out that list I sent you from ESPN's Will Barnwell when he came out with his all-pro team. Oh, I wasn't able to check it out because you had to have an ESPN+. Gotta, yeah, plus. Yeah, so I was no like, more, No more subscriptions. Couldn't check it out. So, so bring it down to us there, Nui. Oh. oh, okay. So since I paid for it, uh, <laughs> I'll give you the inside information. Um, Micah Parsons was first team all-pro at, at the linebacker spot. In fact, the Cowboys had uh, Zach Martin. At guard uh, on the first on his uh, All Pro team, first team Parsons at linebacker, first team All Pro Diggs at cornerback, first team All Pro, and Brian Anger, the punter, made second team. Now, where I do want to go ahead and give Danny some 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 credit here, the guy he called for, Rashawn Slater, on this list was second team All Pro left tackle behind Trent Williams of the 49ers. So, okay, Rashawn Slater is. Uh, Mm-hmm. Had a really good rookie year, and 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 uh, so on this particular sounds list, like we're both we're both correct. Left tackle, uh, second team All Pro. <laughs> so, it sounds like it's a wash. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> and, you know, we was right on Parsons, but uh, you know, actually, McCray was no, right on Slater. There's there's no wash because we talked about how this defense needed needed some playmakers, needed a blue chip player, and they got one. Uh, Michael Parsons also today named the NFL 
Defensive Rookie of the Month for December. So second straight month he's won the award. So Michael Parsons Let's, is is oh Michael God. Parsons beyond this what is, I expect. This is this right? is this I is thinking needs some help, but he's beyond. So this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. See, this this is how it goes opposite of of how you guys think and how I think. Okay, okay. Nui was on the same train as me that said Mike Nolan was the problem. Okay, all right, he was the issue. You, yes. not so much. You yeah. said it was on the players. Yeah, it was. My belief was that if you bring a new defensive coordinator in here, those blue those blue chip players that we that you thought we didn't have, all of a sudden we will have them because we will have better coaching. Do we not have those blue blue chip players on the squad? We got some blue chips. All right? So my belief is, hey, bring Dan Quinn in. We don't have to do nothing extravagant. We don't have to do anything extravagant. At that, in my mind, we did not have to go spend, at that time, a first-round pick on a defensive player because I really put all the onus on Nolan. So now you come back this year, take out Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. He's he's great. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying that he's not. He's a great draft pick for us. All right? Hindsight. D-Law, back. Blue chip. Right? Mm-hmm. Neville Gallimore playing better. Playing Not better. blue chip, but he he's, playing he's playing better. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs, blue chip. I can blue chip. All right. Curse. Would you, what, what would you say Damn about what, what would you say about him on our team right now? Oh no, he's playing well. He's playing well. <laughs> like we had the players. Yeah. Dan Quinn could bring those players in. He did a great job of getting Michael Parsons and turning him into the player that he was. But that was my thought process at the time. Yeah. The players uh, were playing bad because of the defensive coordinator. I we, can't we, see. I can't put it all the, on Nolan look, like that. I mean, but you can look at the proof of it now. Yeah, but the, you know, Nolan didn't have a whole off season. He didn't have mini camp OTAs. He had an abbreviated training camp. No preseason. I, mean, I can't put it all Church, they on could, Nolan. They couldn't play cover three. They they couldn't do that. I mean, who, they, they couldn't play cover. They, they had their Worley. They out couldn't there. play cover one either. They, but look at the pieces they no, had. No. No, they had their Worley. He was getting burnt in you cover literally three. Yesterday, just said we had the same guys. <laughs> <laughs> you got me on that one. But I'm just saying, I I can't really put it all. On uh, Nolan because he didn't have that that offseason to really you know put his program to work like that. Um, now was he the best defensive coordinator? I, I don't think he was the best, but I think it was a little bit of share both ways with the players and Nolan last year. He, he tried to turn a four three team into a three four. That's his first mistake. I don't care what type of program you got. When you realize that you have a shortened training camp, shortened preseason, you have to find a way to adapt. Dan Quinn said, "I'm going to create my defense when I get there based off the players that I see and their abilities." If Mike Nolan would have came in with that same belief, he. Would wouldn't be running no three four, but you can't tell Cause me because he, he's in the lab. D Law can't get to the quarterback standing up. No, we saw he that last year. No, he nah, didn't. Man. He can't make to the quarterback Bro, standing up. They look like totally different players standing up, uh, coming off the edge. D Law did not look like the same player I don't standing know, up, man. coming off the edge. I don't know, man. Don't know. How many? How, how, how did he play last year, Nui? He didn't play well. Uh, Standing up, it can't be all of it though. Go ahead, Church, Louis. Church and I, Church and I were right. Okay, bottom line, Church and I were right. They needed to go defense in the first round. They went defense in the first round. We see the tremendous impact that's there. We said go another year with Tyron Smith. The guys made the Pro Bowl. We were right. That's all you can just on yeah, this final the show of the, the year. You can just say. You can say, Danny, that we were yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah, all. The yeah, only thing you was right to do was bring that chicken in here twice so you could piss me off. That's why. That's it. The only thing you was right to do was to bring that Palmer chicken in here so you could get a reaction out of me for, the, for, for 2020 and beyond. That's the only thing you were correct about. So take that. How about that? How about that? Shout, hey, out to, shout out to Slater being a great player and shout out to Michael Parsons being a great player equally. They both Whoa, are you the, did they they uh, ain't equal. No, no. As, as a, okay. okay they, as, in, as in, they both did what they were supposed to do okay. as first round picks. Mm-hmm. And if Slater was on our team, I think we still have a great squad. Michael Parsons on our team, we have a great defense. <laughs> yeah. 
I gave it to you. I gave it to you on that one. Michael Parsons is generational, though, man. That dude. I mean, this he, a, was, a, 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 he only behind Trent Williams, who was a generational uh, talent as like, well. What can, what can an offer? I mean, I, you know, I just feel like Michael Parsons can make more of an impact. And, and that's just the position they play. You know, that's the position they play, but. And, yeah. Yeah, and to your quarterback getting hit the back of the head every game. You, you see, he's still holding it down. You see, he's still holding it down. I'm just saying, don't, don't, don't listen. Don't, 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 don't take, uh, don't take anything away from left tackles down. That is, that's the reason why they get paid so much is because they, they do block. Yes, their their effect on the game is huge. As Tyron, he knows because, uh, like I said, that Atlanta game so, two years ago reminds mm, us all got that boy paid. <laughs> <laughs> So let me ask this question about Parsons for you guys in training camp. We, we started hearing some positive things. Okay. A lot of positive notes and, and, and people were talking about sky high expectations. I mean, he came into the season. I think Vegas had him as, as the odds on favor to win the rookie of the year uh, on the defensive side of the football here. So based on what he's done so far and what you thought he could be the high ceiling, did he meet it, surpass it? Where did Parsons fall? Uh, for me, he exceeded it. Um, I, I, listen, and I'll honestly, if, if any one of you say that he did not exceed your expectations, Crazy. I won't believe you. He exceeded expectations. Uh, he came in. He got sacks. He's 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 reading uh, reading defenses, being able to play in coverage and stop the run. The dude has exceeded all of my expectations. So he deserves every accolade that he's getting. He deserved his first-round draft pick. He should have been drafted earlier. Mm. If we <laughs> like, redo it, yeah, they redo he it. He's going to be a top three been, pick. He should have been drafted earlier. But I'll say this. I am absolutely happy that Dan Quinn got his hands on Michael Parsons because I've seen some coaches be able to ruin some of these players by putting them in wrong uh, in the wrong situation. So I think it's a match made in heaven, and he deserves every accolade that he's getting. Yeah, yeah, he definitely deserves every single one. I mean, just just look at the impact that this guy's been able to have as a rookie. And not only a rookie, a guy that didn't even play the previous year at Penn State. He took the year off because of COVID. This guy's impact, like I said before, I don't know if it was as great as Des Bryant's, his our rookie year. But now that I realize, I mean, he's exceeded that beyond. I mean, the way he's been able to transform this defense. I give half the, to Dan Quinn and half to Micah Parsons. Just Ooh, the way half? that he's been able to turn and juice, get this whole defense juiced. I mean, like you said last year, D-Law, Randy Gregory, they weren't playing this way. They get injured. They see this guy, the young lion, pretty much take over the defense. He's pretty much the, the main guy of the defense. So when they come back, they're sitting there like, we got to step our game up. We got to be that guy. We, I want people to think this is my defense. So he's forcing these guys, these veteran players, to step up their game. He's attacking offenses and forcing them to, to put their whole game plan around how are we going to stop 11. It's not how are we going to stop, you know, this guy over here, Demarcus Lawrence over there, Randy Gregor. It's how do we stop Micah Parsons and stop him from affecting the game. And, and they haven't been able to figure it out because the guy has still been able to get back there, get sacks, make splash plays each and every Sunday out there. So to me, his impact is it's by far the best I've seen out of any rookie. Now, this this would not be a, a great last show if I don't push back on church with this, with this 50-50, okay? It's 50-50, it's not, Listen, it's not 50-50, and I'm going to tell you why it's not 50-50. Because if you don't give Trayvon Diggs some credit, oh, if you don't – listen, b- before before Michael Parsons got in there and started, started showing what he could do, uh-huh. 
Trayvon Diggs came in here and said he was going to catch 14 interceptions this year. He can't. He's he coming came close. in. So it's not because Michael Parsons is out there. Well, you don't think him. that pass rush has no, anything to no. do with it? No, I said it's not. He's not playing better because he's trying to chase Michael Parsons. Okay, okay. He All had right. the. I, he knew this when he came in last year. He had a rookie year. He had a sucky coach. Yeah. And he knew that if he got his hands on those balls with a, in a better position with better coaching, he was going to be able to play better. He has. He has what? 11? 11 picks right now. He has 11, 11 interceptions. <laughs> All right. So mm-hmm. he he also has something to do with this defense being able to be what they are, right? Because if you can't take the ball away and all you're doing is getting sacks, then you're 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 at a different level than what we are now as in leading the team, leading the league in, in scoring defense. Yeah, I mean he's balling. I'll give you Diggs is balling out of control, but I think a lot of that has to deal with how eleven is able to get to these quarterbacks. I mean we can't make we, we all know this rush and cover work together. Sometimes the coverage will be locked down back there to give the D line an extra tick to get there. And vice versa. Sometimes the D line will get there quick when a DB is burnt. But I think a lot of what's going on in this secondary, how they're able to play so well together, is because this pass rush is amazing. And it, I think it's led by Parsons and what he's able to, to do who put to this affect his guy. Who put this pass rush oh, together? Oh, man. They, they lucked up and, and got Parsons. They didn't even want Parsons that they picked. They they went no, back no, no, to the pick no, to get no, Parsons. No, 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 I'm hey, saying look. Dan Quinn is a D line coach. Yeah, he was smart enough to put Parsons up as a rush uh, as a rush in. He only when did the that when D long got hurt. Yeah, when the injuries came, I, you, he would have been. We'd have never knew about Parsons being the being the being the best pass okay. rusher out there uh, if D law ain't get hurt. Hey, hey. I can't I can't give Dan Quinn all that. I can't I can't, I can't give him all that. <laughs> but was, he's a beast. They were playing good before Parsons uh, was playing rush in. Yeah. No, right. So let's I mean, not. Okay. That first game. They, they, yeah. they were they playing gave well 48 points, that. man. That first game. <laughs> they got four tugs. I mean, four, uh, four interceptions. All right, four t- uh, turnovers. This is what I'm going to compare the, the, the conversation about Diggs and Parsons playing together. Um, in the 2011 NBA Finals, watching the defense between D. Wade and LeBron James when they were facing the Mavericks, there were times out there, man, I, just, I, I felt like I was watching two Doberman pinchers that were just feeding off each other. And they were just a pack working together. And they were doing some pretty cool things out there on the court. And that kind of even goes back to what we saw Jordan and Pippen at times when they were out there together. I mean, they were just together doing this. And a lot of what Barry's talking about, I'm going to give you credit because Warren Sapp also said it. The back don't work without the front. They've worked together and they've been tremendous. When I go back and think of Michael Parsons, I go back to our conversations with Will McClay that I had with him. I said, is could he be Pat Swilling? And you guys are too young to remember Pat Swilling. But he was a great linebacker in New Orleans when they had the Dome Patrol. They had Ricky Jackson. They had Sam Mills. Pat Swilling was coming off the edge. There was Lawrence Taylor at the time. Lawrence Taylor was the standard. And, I mean, it was Lawrence, and then everybody else was down below. Pat Swilling was kind of that next guy down below. And when I mentioned Pat Swilling to Will McClay, his eyes lit up, and he said, yes, he could be that. And let me tell you, he's blown past any of the numbers that Swilling put up as a in his first or second year combined in sacks. So he's been tremendous. And the Cowboys have been uh, blessed to have him. They've been blessed that Dan Quinn has put Trayvon Diggs in the right position and also allowed Trayvon Diggs to go out here and, and travel with people. Um, you just really had a coach who took two really good talents and put him in a fantastic position to excel. So um, props to both of those guys. This is just one all pro list. We'll see exactly what other ones come out here, but both of them should be first team on all of it. And hopefully one of the two guys is the defensive player of the year. I'd love it if one of those guys was defensive player of the year. And I know people are talking about TJ Watt and Miles Garrett, but can you give TJ Watt the defensive player of the year on a losing football team? I can't do it. 
I don't know if I can. I mean, he he has the sack numbers, but it's not like Parsons is like five or six sacks behind him. You know, I think Parsons is only, you know, maybe right. two right there, like two or three sacks behind him. And then Parsons also eclipses him in tackles by like 30. Force fumbles as well. I think they're right there around the same number. So would you rather go with the guy on the team that's, you know, behind a little bit in sacks, but his team is going to the playoffs, his team is going in the right direction, or a guy that, you know, has one category over somebody, but their team, they're, they're not going to make it to the playoffs? Yeah, I listen, I I think it's tough for all three of them. I'm not yeah. I'm still putting Trayvon Diggs in there. Okay. This eleven interception season is something that you just do okay. not see that often. I agree. To, to he, get I eleven agree. interceptions in the season and still have yes. two games yeah. left is is something that, that we might not see again for another twenty years. Yeah. So I think he's in the running. I think you have to figure out a way to to compare the TJ Watt and Parsons. Yeah. Like put them on the same level because they do play a different position. He doesn't rush as much. The TJ Watt does. So I think they also see Ooh. a different type of scheme. They're seeing mm-hmm. different type of uh, blocking, whatever. Uh, but I do want to. I, I do want to say this. They should. It, it should be one of the Cowboys players. We have a better okay. team. Uh, we're likely going to the playoffs. Uh, I think we've we've been in a better position uh, throughout the entire season than, than the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. And TJ Watt's great, but I think this is the year for the, one of the Cowboys players to be All a right. defensive player of the year. Okay, look, we got to take a break here. Danny, you said something that made me say, ooh, this could be bad. This could be bad. Let's dive into that next. On the flip side, this is the Player Signs brought to you by Hotels.com. Danny McCray, Barry Church, Newey Scruggs right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem. Like me. Not available in every state. Based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. Hmm. 
Dak Prescott is the Cowboys nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service activities off the field and excellence on the football field. Help Dak earned a $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter. Tweet hashtag WPMOY challenge followed by Prescott through January 17th. Vote Dak. Here in the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. I'm Newey Scruggs. Joined by four Dallas Cowboys safeties, Barry Church and Danny McCray. Danny, you mentioned something in talking about Micah Parsons and Trevon Diggs where these guys both have great cases for the NFL Player of the Year. Now, could this be a situation where they cancel each other out because they both have outstanding resumes and that neither cowboy wins the award? I don't think. No, nah, I don't think so. I think I think the people that are going to be uh, picking the player to win the defensive player of the year award can see right through that. All right, you 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 you, and then they also have to see these guys because they play for the Cowboys literally every day. Yeah. <laughs> every day you're talking about Trayvon Diggs, we live, and you're talking yeah. about how good can Michael Parsons be. And I think that is going to continue to ring in their ears uh, as they as they consider who they're going to vote for. So I don't think they cancel each other out. Eleven picks. And having a rookie all-pro uh, linebacker, th- those things are going to stand tall when people decide who they're going to vote for. Yeah, I don't think it'll cancel it out either. But my reason is because I think you know Michael Parsons. I think he's going to run away with this award. Um, you know, Diggs definitely deserves to be in the conversation. But I think when the voters get to going at it, they're going to look at those eleven picks and be like, "All right, that's amazing." But he's also giving up the most yards uh, out, of any corner, out of any corner in the National Football League right now. So I think they're going to take that into a, into a consideration and sit there and be like, "I don't know if we can." give them the Defensive Player of the Year award. Because if you think about it, when they gave it to Stephon Gilmore a couple years ago, he was the number one corner out there. He didn't have the pick numbers that um, Trayvon Diggs had, but he was shutting down any type of receiver. I think he gave up, you know, one of the lowest, you know, yards, ratings, whatever it is. I don't know the exact number, but he was one of the best corners at shutting someone down. So I think if if Diggs had those 11 picks and had these, you know, lockdown numbers to back it up, I think he would have an even more solid case but right now, I just think Michael Parsons is going to run away with but, this thing. But, but but what we know is you usually only get one. You're not going to be a lockdown corner throughout the entire yeah. season and then also get 11 get it, interceptions. Get, yeah. not, it don't work that <laughs> way. It don't work because people ain't going to try you. The quarterback ain't going to try you. What, but. what would you rather have on your team right now, though? A guy who's, who, who you could depend on literally almost getting an interception per game? It depends who I'm ball. with. Huh? It depends who I got. Because like if I have our front, if I got what, you know, Parsons and D Law and Gregory and them. I'm like, hey, give me that corner like a like a Stephon Gilmore a couple years ago. That's just so you locks want, that so you dude want a down. Byron Jones over a Trayvon Diggs. If I got guys that can get after the quarterback, create those fumbles that way, I, I'm going with that. But you know, in another situation, I can see your defenses. You know, make that they might not have that great pass rush, but they need to get the ball back somehow, some way. Diggs is your guy to do I'm it. So always, I can see it both ways. I'm always going for turnovers. I just see Diggs get, get picks in zone. <laughs> He's reading backside zone with a Seattle over. I just see yeah. him get interceptions. I'm, I'm, we've been begging for guys who could take the ball away. Byron Jones, we didn't want him here because we said he couldn't yeah. take the ball yeah. away. I'm going with the guy who at any time could be like, yeah. hey, this is, we're, we we got a shot. You know, uh, Nui's favorite coach his, his saying like we need ball guys all right we need ball guys hey that's Louis's favorite coach he goes yeah. by it so we'll see did bill parcel say that <laughs> <laughs> no no that you know who said that jimmy, that jimmy john jimmy jimmy johnson said difference makers by the way um jason gear said we need ball guys i texted so, Okay. All right. 
There you go, clap him up like that. That's outstanding. <laughs> Yeah, How we doing, guys? Good, good on you, Jason Garrett. Oh, <laughs> uh, CB, you going to get it on it too, CB. Man, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. What am I going to do with y'all? All right. Man? So, so, all right. So, I, I th- this conversation had me. I was like, man, let me just go ahead and hit up two people I know who are going to vote on the award. And one person who's voting on the Defensive Player of the Year told me, probably Aaron Donald. It's down to Aaron Donald or Parsons for me. AD is the best defensive player in football, and he's finishing with a flurry. So that's what one voter said. Another voter said, Diggs and Parsons could split the vote, costing both, letting T.J. Watt potentially slip in. Parsons is the better player, but if Diggs gets to 12 or 13 interceptions, folks will vote off the stat sheet. Mm. So that's two different people who who have a vote about the defensive player of the year. Sounds I mean, like they don't have no idea what they vote. They don't know what's going on. But you, you brought an Aaron Donald. I said, hold on, what, what's Aaron Donald? But he he has been in the you know he's getting a couple sacks from the defensive tackle position. So that's pretty hard. And would you say, without looking at stats, would you just say who's the most dominant defensive player in the NFL right now? If you would, without looking at stats, you just looking at play, just the eye test. Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons over yes. over an Aaron Donald. Absolutely. Okay. I think I think his versatility gives him that that, that opportunity to be the most yeah. dominant. He can he can dominate in pass coverage. The man is switching off man to man pick routes, and yeah. then he's then he's going to stop the run on the second level, and then he's rushing on the first level. I mean, when you talk about dominance, that is what dominance is, and that takes nothing away from Aaron Donald because he's not playing linebacker and he's not. Not covering guys, but that ain't Michael Parsons' fault. <laughs> so, what, so what, in your opinion, what would be the the more dominating trait? Being able to be more versatile out there against pass and run, or just being a guy that's just you can no matter double team, triple, it don't matter. You're gonna bulldoze you, and he's gonna create havoc in the backfield. Versatile. Aaron, if Aaron Donald could go back there and play mm-hmm. uh, a stack linebacker, he would. <laughs> if he could go back there and cover the running back coming out of the backfield and switch it off because he because he has that type of instinct, mm-hmm. he would. But that is something that is specifically for guys that are t- as talented as Michael Parsons. He's yeah. he's just that versatile. It's nothing against the rest of the guys. Guys, but if you can't do it, you can't, you can't do, do it. it. Can't do it. What you think, Nui? I'm I'm biased because I saw how bad this defense was last year. It was just really bad. And to see the kind of impact that he's made on this team, and they're sitting here at the number two seed. None of us expected this. Their hope was, hey, man, maybe they could just be average. And Danny talked about it. So allow me. He was the one who believed. And, <laughs> and, you, you, and it, was, it was you and Dan Quinn, two people, you and Dan Quinn sitting over there together believing in it. The rest of us was just like, man, can these dudes just be average? They're not average. They are elite. And yeah. it, this defense is carrying the offense, man. So um, I'm sorry. When I look at what Micah Parsons has done, I will not use the words LT, okay? I'm just not. When people want to talk comparisons, I, I think that's sacrilegious. I watched I watched LT play, and you guys were younger. You didn't see it. No one is in that category. When we talk about the best of all time, uh, Lawrence is that. Um, check him out on, on uh, the Madden special. Uh, it's aired on Peacock, but it's called All Madden. They did a whole segment with Lawrence Taylor, and you just see just a glimpse of how dangerous this man was. And while Micah Parsons has some fantastic talent, he's not there yet. Lawrence Taylor is at a whole nother thing. We ain't never seen it like this before. So, but what he's done, man, what he's done for this defense, brother, we haven't seen anything defensively like this from the Cowboys since the 90s. We haven't seen a defense play like this since the 90s. And even then in the 90s, 
They didn't have a linebacker making these kind of plays. Ken Norton was a good player. Robert Jones is a good player, but they weren't Micah Parsons. They weren't, they, they weren't this. I mean, this guy's going to be all pro as a rookie, and he didn't even play football last year. <laughs> Imagine what this man will do next season. Yes. Yeah, I mean, next season, I feel bad for folks, man. It's going to be nasty yeah. what this dude can yeah. do now that he knows what to do, how to train, how the game is going to be played. Woo! It's, it's it's ridiculous right now, and, and I want to ask both of y'all this going forward. Like, you know, we this year we know he's been playing both back and forth linebacker, defensive lineman, whatever the case may be, he's a hybrid, whatever the case. Going forward, could you see next year him being more of that prominent on the edge of the line of scrimmage pass rusher, or do you think they're going to continue with this depending on the matchup, having him at linebacker, having him on the defensive line? I, I think that depends on who you still have on the roster uh, okay. at that point. Um, we know Randy Gregory is, is, he's, is, he's got, is coming he's up. He's make so some coin. If you, if you find a way to keep keep the same core guys that you have up front and you also keep Dan Quinn, mm-hmm. I think that it'll stay the same. Okay. Uh, like I continue to say that, um, unfortunately, Dan Quinn is so great that he, that he, that he <laughs> no, listen, that I still, that I do believe that if there, if Mike Nolan was here and we had Michael Parsons, I do not believe that he would be the same player. You know, I do, not, I do yeah. not believe that he would have been put in the same positions to make the same plays that he's making right that's now. That's fair. So I think that's why I said match made in heaven. Hopefully, DQ's still here mm. and we can keep Randy Gregory and that way we still have that mean front four that nobody can block. And yeah. then Trayvon Diggs and those guys, guys can still go back there and do work. So, no, hopefully DQ is here so I hope he still plays the same position. Same you, balance. Really? All right. Let's get let's get one more break in here because yes, we were running out of time. So I want to make sure we get our we, – we got our last show, so we got to get our predictions for the game coming up. So let's do that next right here on the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. And this is DallasCowboys.com Radio. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go. You go? <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back to the Players' Lounge.
Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, January 1st to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours at AT&T Stadium, appearances by the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and alumni, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Get excited for game day. Visit attstadium.com slash rally days for tickets and more information. Before we get to the predictions here, all right, we've been virtual. Monday. Okay, Monday. Let's get together. All right. We back. You gonna be back in studio? Meet together at the star on Monday, guys. He said like like okay. we the like ones we the out. ones at home. <laughs> like we the ones at home. <laughs> you at home? My man no, over there no, eating hot chicken I'm, from Palmer's. Can, yeah, can, can we can we get you to come in? <laughs> Would you like to join us? What you should have said is I'm virtual. Not yeah, ain't no yeah we. man. We got your spot right <laughs> no, over there, man. We got a spot for you right there, man. Yeah, you we ready for you? Let me go ahead and spray. Can we get together? Yeah. <laughs> we got you right here. Everything sprayed off for you, man. Can we get together? Hey, can we sweet, get <laughs> Sweet. Always trying to lump us all together, yeah. man. No, We're man. at home, bro. Listen, we know you want to get a quick start on your happy new year and your celebration, all that good stuff, man. That's why you're at home. Because, mm, you know, mm, that 30-minute that mm. drive, it was going to keep you from celebrating on time, all right? Mm, so mm, we know mm. that's why you're not here. 2022, we expect to see you here Monday, bright and early, ready to go. I'm telling you, man. Right now. You know That's what, that trustee. Man, what, Yo, trustee That's yeah. old trustee. See, see. Trustee. See, see y'all, y'all, make, y'all, test, y'all test black folks, man. Yeah. Y'all test black folks. Get with them. Because I'm out here on my phone. I'm out here on my phone trying to help you brothers. Okay? And I got an announcement to make. So I got an announcement to make since I'm getting all this grief. I don't hear about no chicken. I don't hear nothing about no chicken. It is coming on Monday, okay? Let's Fellas, do it. It is coming. Appreciate your Palmers. I don't, I don't Palmer eat chicken anymore. No I appreciate I your Palmers. I will make it up. I ain't going to be here. Thank, thank he you, Palmers. Wanted to come in, he wanted to come in tomorrow. He wanted to come in tomorrow, but I told him we off. So I said Monday. So see, I appreciate you, Newey. What y'all got? Y'all got to run me down. I appreciate you, man. Okay. You know. You think this? You think you going to bring some chicken around here and think everything better? <laughs> no, player. Hey, I need chicken for the year. You and Palmer. So, before this is over with. <laughs> Y'all silly, man. You ain't getting all that, man. You ain't getting all that, all that play. So, you ain't getting all that play. Let him know, playboy. Let him know. <laughs> I don't know. 